morning, everyone. How are we all doing today? And the audio has shit itself. Fuck! No! I was literally... Uh, I was sat there saying to Bibi, I wonder if it's going to fix itself because I've not closed everything down. Because I thought I may have fixed it the other day. I haven't. I haven't. Fuck's sake. Yeah, so be it. Yeah, I pray. Yeah, fun types. That's my that's my input for today. <laughs> BRB! <laughs> Good morning, everyone, for the first time-ish, ish. Let me just set the audio up. We are fixed. Nice. How are we all doing? Welcome to twitch.tv forward slash applause. My name is Graham Day and my audio works. Nice. This time. Fuck. Yeah. The worst thing is, the worst thing about that audio breaking is not the fact that it's a bit of a pain for us to restart the stream and you guys have to sit there for another 20 seconds or whatever. It's the fucking bullshit of windows updates missing a full episode of the scoop this week because it took so long to rebuild fucking streamlabs and everything after that uh and it's still shit so yeah streamlabs is dead i'm moving to obs do you know i don't give a feck if i have to reprogram all of my stream deck and <laughs> rebuild all of my profiles and i have three profiles because i've got the the main ice cream upload stream profile i have when we do master league stuff profile and then i have got a profile for when we stream over on insert coin so i've got three profiles three stream deck profiles fuck it i'm doing it all because i can't be asked with the fucking uh, 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 audio but anyway how are we all doing good morning welcome to twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads my name is graham day this is the man that we call bib and we're all here for you guys now so i won't do the intro just yet because bib how's things yes very very good i'm f i'm 95 percent sure Streamlabs OBS is just built within OBS anyway, and it's just like a subsidiary program. I'm fairly certain if you export what you've got, you can then just reload into OBS and then just fix potentially whatever's broken. Yeah. So it could just be that you end up doing a test stream, like me and you'll do a test stream for two hours where we're just waffling shit, and then we just tweak it on the go. Yeah, I mean, most of it is in there. I have I have OBS installed because I wanted to test, the, like, seeing... I only tested to see what the differences in processing power was. I think it used to be a case of, like, Streamlabs OBS was a massive drain on your resources, whereas OBS was quite light, whereas actually they're pretty similar now. Um, so I thought, oh, there's no point. I'm not going to bother with it at that point in time. Mm. But, yeah, I can transfer it. It does lose out a lot of the, the minor details. Um, so, like, things like putting things in folders... I do when I'm grouping my sources. So like Bibby's camera on stream, for example, you can see Bibby just there. Um, I have a folder called Discord Cam. And in that Discord Cam folder, I have two elements. I have the frame that goes around Bibby 
and Bibby's camera. So if I minimize that now, I'll get rid of that. It gets rid of both at once. Fine. That didn't used to be in OBS. It is now. They have something called groups, I think is what they call it now or something like that. So that stuff's in there, but it's not the same work. So I'd have to re package all that stuff up and then link all of those different things up reset up every one of my stream yeah stream deck buttons so it's a, it is a chore but do you know what, fuck it I'm, I'm i'm done i mean obs is the way to go at the moment anyway Streamlabs obs is good because i can link it through to um Streamlabs and control all of my alerts and do the spin wheel stuff and everything yeah. on there in stream but you know <laughs> i use that once a month there's not pff, get out of here get best out of here. thing that ever happened was Streamlabs. Loves OBS and not working on my PC. It just decided to not work one day, and I was like, Do you know what? Fuck this shit, I'm out. And then just made, uh, just made an OBS profile, and then I was good to go. And I've never looked back. It's just so much. Everything's so much better. It feels like it's got a lot less resources as well, which I, I imagine is probably correct because it doesn't have all the chatbot and all that shit, all the plugins and all the things in the background firing uh, at any given time. Um. Nested scenes are great as well, says Return of the Mac. What's a nested scene? I don't know what a nested scene is. Because, um, I, yeah, I have a bunch of scenes, but I don't know what, what nesting them is. So, yeah, I have <laughs> 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 different scenes. And each scene can have 30-odd resources kind of thingy. Um so yeah, I don't know. I don't, you can import a scene as a single source. Okay, I, I need to know what this is. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, my, the way I have it all set up as well is hugely complex and it might not even be the best <laughs> best way of doing it resource-wise. It's good because it's super flexible for me, but it might not be the best way. Uh, but anyway, good morning, Lake, who was in nice and early. Good morning. Gagad says, good afternoon, gents. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, apologies for the late start this morning. I had um, a doctor's appointment this morning, but because of coronavirus you don't go into the surgery they ring you but they don't give you a set time which i find absolutely bizarre you go to a doctor's and it's like okay you need to be there at 10 i mean you're not going to get seen till half 10 because you know uh that's just what the way it works but it's not even that it's a case of we're going to ring you tomorrow at some point so as we were getting set for the scoop bibby uh messaged me saying i'm good to go and i was like i'm not because <laughs> i was on the fucking phone with the doctor but then they, they had to go off and then ask some questions and then come back and ring me back again. So, so yeah, it um, wasn't really. I was just having a massive turd, and that's just a big story that I've just just thrown out to cover it up. But, yeah. Um, so you edit a single scene, and you can change everything. Uh, have you got any links or anything? Drop us a link. Drop me a link. Because if I am going to move over to OBS, um, I would use that as an opportunity to streamline things. Because, um, do you know what? Let me, let me, let me show you. Um let me show you. Let me re rebadge my Chrome source for a minute to that. There we go. So if I show you my Chrome source, boop, there you go. You can see I have all of these different scenes that do similar things. And then I have all of these different sources that do different things. And each, these are the sources that I have. And I have animations and stuff in there, which is shitloads of animations and labels which aren't being used uh, and, and so on. So I have a shitload of stuff in there. So if, yeah, if I can minimize that but keep the same functionality, then that's good for me. Anyway, enough of the tech stuff. I do like a good setup stream, but that's not what this is. This is The Scoop. My name is Graham. This is Bib. We are Ice Cream Uploads. And in true Ice Creamy fashion, this 
is the scoop. I just said that, but it's fine. I'll say it again. Anyway, we are here to give you our thoughts and impressions on the biggest, the best, and the breaking stories from the world of video games. We do this each and every single weekday live on Twitch because we want to give you guys the UK's number one video games podcast. Some people say that, that those people are us, but, but you know, that's, that's what we're here for. So if you guys <laughs> are with us live on Twitch, as mentioned, I want to give you our thoughts and impressions, but we want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. If you are in the chat, please feel free to get involved because we turn this live stream into a podcast, a video for YouTube and an audio podcast that goes on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play. So we have loads of different places for people to watch and listen on demand later on. So if you are watching and listening on demand right now, hi, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Uh, hey, hey, hey. If you're on YouTube, do you know what? Click the uh, click click the like button. Do it. Do it nice. Maybe maybe even if you're watching YouTube, if you do you know a challenge. If you're watching on YouTube, just write something in the comments below. Just write 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 something daft because when we come and look at it and someone's just written like banana hammock and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> just do it. Do it now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you are watching, listening live, please feel free to get involved on behalf of those people that are writing Banana Hammock in the chat because they can't get involved with us live here right now. But they do get to write Banana Hammock, so, you know, swings and roundabouts. Anyway, before we jump into the show, first things first, exclamation mark, loot, drop in the chat. If someone could just type that for me, that would be very much appreciated. That's just to remind you guys that if you're a sub, make sure you're in the Discord because if you're not in our Discord, you could be missing... Our prize draw, our our monthly prize draw for subscribers where you could win a prize. So make sure you're in in there. Nice. Thank you very much for that, uh, Lake. Much, much appreciated. Um, anyway, let's jump into the split screen. How's things, babe? Did you get up to any games last night? What we're saying, what we're saying, we're saying, we're saying, we're saying, we're saying. Uh, yesterday, 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 I played State of Decay for maybe an hour and a half after City's gargantuan win against... Uh, Aston Villa, I nearly forgot entirely who it was that we played last night. Um, so we are now apparently eight points away from winning the league. That is if United don't fuck up along the way. Um, so yeah, played State of Decay for maybe an hour and a half and then went to bed because I was not good. I mean, we spoke about this yesterday, me and you. I haven't been playing that many games in the evening anymore. It feels like after I've finished doing my work and we finished streaming in the afternoon, I've been out and I've played golf. I come in, I've had my tea and I just want to chill and watch TV with the wife. Like, is this what is this what getting old feels like? Back in my day, we used. To is this play. what it feels like? Yeah, I think I think so because I'm I'm pretty much there as well at the moment. Uh, but no, I, I usually would. It gets to like six, seven, eight o'clock at night, and I'd fire up the uh, the PlayStation and just stick PUBG on or something like that. Play a few games of PUBG, do my dailies and stuff like that. But um, the fact that PUBG has a break in its season passes, I've gone. Do you know, what? I'm going to use this as a chance to just step away from PUBG, play some other games. Um, and other than playing the games on stream, I've not been playing games. <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe it coincides with the sun existing for a little bit. So I've been outside using the sun. Went for like a six kilometer walk yesterday. So there's a little bit of that too. Uh, good morning, Garlic Clark, who's lurking at the back of the ice cream van. Morning, lads. How's it going? I, I, I don't know what it is. Like sometimes this happens. Sorry, this, I think there's a bit of a lag. Mega delay. Okay, one second, one second. Uh... Boop, and then boop. All right. Hello. There we go. We're up to speed again. Nice. Uh, sorry, what were you saying? You said this happens every time, and then yeah. So it's I don't I I, I was saying every now and again where I just play games all the time every evening. Blah 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 blah. 
That was freaky as fuck. Oh, now I can't be bothered. That was freaky as fuck. You glitched out on my screen and you just looked like you were like like being electrocuted or something <laughs> like that. What? Um, Maybe I have. Uh, Rip, not happy this morning is that audio. That's not, I don't think that was audio. I think that was, that was like maybe connection, like Discord-y kind of stuff. Before I, before I move on, let me just do a quick speed test. Because for those of you who don't know, there's all sorts of issues going on behind the scenes at the moment. So I have the audio stuff, which is a Streamlabs issue, I think, um, or a microphone issue. I know my connection's still decent. So, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. But Discord, Discord sometimes... Shits the bed, and it looked like it did that. Then, uh, do you know what? Actually, well, we'll we'll move ahead. Um, me and Babe haven't played much games, but we'll talk to you about all of the games. That's what we're here for. So I'll jump straight into some news um, because the longer we are on for, the more chance it has of going to shit. So we'll probably probably try speed through this show just to get this show up because it already looks like it's going to be a a little bit of a difficult slog. Anyway, the first news story of the day. Does anyone in the chat play Warzone? Anyone a Call of Duty person? 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 Anyone play Warzone? Well. Maybe. You may have seen there was a lot of content uh, on Call of Duty last night. Let me change that back to... I can't find it. Chrome? Nope. <laughs> there we go. It's because I, I changed my uh, Chrome browser source to the uh, one to show the... Uh, Streamlabs window, I couldn't show it, <laughs> but now we can. Uh, Tom Ivan at VGC says, Was on server struggle, just like Graham's PC is doing this morning, as Verdansk is finally nuked. So, Black Ops Cold War and Modern Warfare services were also disrupted. Call of Duty Wars on servers are struggling as players attempt to join the Battle Royale title to experience a major in game event. Operation Rapid Sunder, which is ushering season three and a major map revamp kicked off at 8pm BST today, which was last night, 8pm uh, last night. Um, as first reported by VGC in February, the end of Black Ops Cold War and Warzone Season 2 will see the game finally transition to its new map. As you can see in the video below, today's event has seen Warzone's Verdansk map nuked, similar to how Fortnite used an in-game event to transition to Chapter 2. Um, footage of the new map was recently revealed. Let me just click this, this play button here. First. So footage of the new map was recently revealed in a live-action advert for Warzone Season 3, which appeared to confirm that the updated Battleground will be an evolution of Verdansk, rather than an entirely fresh design. The trailer suggests that 1980s Verdansk will feature a mix of new locations, redesigned areas, and some which will simply receive a visual refresh. I don't want to go down too far because we're going to see the nuke hit the stadium. Boom. It's actually the fire station I think they've got hit. I know that's a fire station because I've fallen down the ladder to my death in that twice. <laughs> Fun times. <laughs> true story true story uh, um, it shows Cold War era landmarks replacing Verdansk's own point of interest including an in, an in construction stadium an aqueduct replacing the dam airport TV station and downtown can also be spotted with a 1980s makeover it's also likely Raven Software will take the opportunity to, to add some quality of life improvements to Verdansk such as making the areas flow better and look more visually distinct Activision is currently investigating connectivity issues impacting several Call of Duty games. Warzone, Black Ops Cold War, and Modern Warfare are all affected by the online problems. According to the Call of Duty online web, uh, status website, Warzone and Modern Warfare services are suffering outages, while Black Ops Cold War services are limited on all platforms. 
Quotes, we're actively investigating an issue with long wait times in the server queue for hashtag Warzone, which is funny enough because they didn't call it Call of Duty Warzone there, they just called it Warzone, which was the name that's been sued for. Anyway, <laughs> the Activision support Twitter account acknowledged at 8.13 p.m. BST last night. Stay tuned for updates. Activision claimed on Tuesday that Warzone has attracted over 100 million players since launching in March 2020. And on Wednesday, the publisher said, over 400 million Call of Duty premium games have now been sold since the first one released in October 2003. We don't need to uh, wrap up with the last line. We get the gist, but Call of Duty Warzone has its biggest change today as Vidansk, the map that everyone that's played the game has been running out in, has finally been nuked after after we first got the leaks of it a couple of months ago. Bib, what yes. are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, this is massive for... Um, Call of Duty, I think I don't want to say they're taking a page out of the Fortnite playbook but it was highly successful for Fortnite, how many people was watching their Chapter 2 uh, Black Hole stream for, was it three days? They had more people probably watching it than, they've, than they had playing it, obviously because there was no one able to play it at the time but it was ridiculous how many people they had. What they had the stream on Twitch, they had the stream on YouTube, they had the stream at the top of your activity feed on Twitter, uh, any social media you couldn't get away from it. And I was, I think that they was trying to build that kind of momentum. Everything that I seen on social media yesterday, I know Asim said that a lot of people was kicking off, but I actually, because it's obviously I just follow completely different people, uh, and I'm, my interest in Warzone is quite low, so maybe I'm not following the kind of accounts that have that. But by all accounts in my activity feed, it seemed quite successful a lot of people actually enjoyed it so they're probably trying to capitalize on that kind of boom um so them having no access to the servers and things like that i mean it would be a pain in the ass if you couldn't get onto like the likes of team deathmatch if that's what you was into you had no interest in warzone but the whole server went down this is a very good problem for call of duty to have at this moment in time um but yeah by all by all accounts it looks like it's going to be something bigger and potentially better i know they've had a lot of problems over the last couple of days um with again weapons being over too op and people can't use them or if they are getting used them it's like one shot you don't even have enough time to be able to turn around and reply a shot to the person who was shooting you in the first place it's just yeah hopefully a lot more balancing comes into it for the people who are massively into it i know asim plays it pretty much every single night um so for his sake and his sanity i hope that it's uh, a lot more balanced um, so we can actually enjoy the game a little bit more. Um, yeah, I think Asim and co-play this game because they don't have much success when it comes to GTA heists. I mean, they get all the way to the end, but but Barry lo- lobs himself off a mountain, so it just, it just is what it is. <laughs> that, that video still makes me chuckle thinking of it. Just yeah. everyone like, yeah, we've done the, yeah. we've done the, done, done the heist, and you just see a person go, <laughs> off the cliff in the background. Incredible scenes. Anyway, um, uh, uh so what what do you guys think? Um, Ad says I saw people moaning that it was underwhel- underwhelming. Um, it was part one of a three part thing. Says Miss T. Oh, is it a three part thing? See, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, Mister Chaos Right Zero of Coin Army Fame says, did it actually get nuked? It did. Let me put the video uh, back on the screen while we uh, are chatting. So whoop, full screen that bit and just press press play on this. So this is the uh, the cutscene. Um, so where was the, there was a comment in the chat? Let's see if we can find it. Uh, Slimrock says, spend 18 months building towards a nuke event that lasted 10 minutes, followed by a 30-second cutscene. So, I mean, that 
that does. I don't know. I don't know where to, where to position that because is that just because the expectations have been set? I mean, this cutscene looks badass to me, but is that because the expectations from um, Fortnite, their end of season events, are usually kind of like I say interactive, but not really interactive. It's more like it's making you press buttons, like quick time functions, but the ending's gonna happen anyway as planned. Mm. So when you kill the big. Um, I can't remember the name of the uh, Mag- Magneto-looking bad guy in, on the last season of Fortnite, but there was all these buses and stuff flying through the air to take this big thing out, and you were kind of just going through the motions. What you were doing, you, you were given the illusion that you were doing something, but you weren't really doing anything. Um, I'd, see, I don't mind just having um, a 10-minute sort of boom, pow thing, but if that's also then part of like a series of things, then I think it, I think that's quite decent. I mean, I... I, I am I am I'm still open minded. I kind of I'm kind of I kind of want to see where they go with the whole thing, um, how they transition from that because it's easy for Fortnite. It's you are running around in the same map as someone dressed as a banana, on the same map as someone dressed as, <laughs> as Venom, on the same map as fucking I don't know as as Master Chief um, and the predator kind of thing there's all of that stuff in there so it's 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 crazy it can do whatever it wants um whereas warzone i know it's it's still not quite normal because it's video games you have to take it with a pinch but it's more grounded in reality so some big nuke going off and then it dropping back in time obviously you have to give a little bit of creative freedom for that so you that reality that you essentially hold on to essentially not uh, vociferously yeah. but essentially hold on to it. you have to kind of let some of that go now because it's i'm going back in time into the 80s and 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 oh, oh my uh whatsapp is open let me kill that bad boy down get out of here um so yeah I, I, i'm intrigued to see how they make that transition from from now boots on the ground to 80s boots on the ground how they work that through if this is part one of three to see how they go through part two and part three does uh, I'm, I'm i'm quite quite intrigued quite intrigued um jumping through the comments then um fallout 5 confirmed says ads <laughs> couple <laughs> um Part two was Rebirth Island related. Pretty damn cool. You could see Vidansk blown up and essentially a modified map at night. Part three tonight uh, from 8 p.m. The new map. Ah, okay, okay. See, that's that's pretty cool in that sense. I mean, the fact that everything went down is shit. It is shit. But it's it's like like Bibby said, that's kind of the problem that you want to have. You want something that's so monumental <laughs> that everyone wants to see it that, that nobody can play. You'd mm. rather have just nobody nobody playing your game because everyone wants to play your game as opposed to nobody playing your game because it's shit. So so if, if you're gonna have a problem, it's kind of it's kind of a good one. I mean it's not a good one. It's still a problem, but um it's it's good to see. And the fact that they've, they've dragged it out o- over three days, well, I say dragged, that, that implies negatively. The fact that they've spread it out over three days, I quite like the idea of that. Um, I mean, after we've seen it from start to finish, I'll judge it at that point. But at this point in time, I'm, I'm happy to see where where they go with it. Um, it's some sort of time uh, time loop type thing. Uh, that is the theory, uh, says Mr. Thea. I thought I enjoyed it, but then I'm not a negative ninny, lol. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, but like... Like a time loop, like I mean, that's that's the thing. I want to see how they kind of build that in because obviously you have to take it with a pinch. It's a video game because you play Call of Duty World at War. That's it. You're in World War Two. You play uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's it. You're in modern day Afghanistan. You play Call of Duty uh, Modern Warfare. Um, 
I mean, I actually didn't play through the story mode of that, but but you, you get the idea. Warzone is you are playing now kind of modern day boots on the ground thing. And you can't just go back to the 80s. If you were going to go play a Black Ops game, you would play a different game. So you would just instantly accept that it's a different story. So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how they do that or whether they just go, fuck it, it's a video game. If you want it to be different things, you just have to accept it and move on because I mean, that's kind of what, yeah. kind of what it is really. But yeah, I, I, I want to see where they go with it. Um, uh, God forbid people have different opinions, says Slimrock. All good. I just said I'm not a negative and didn't direct anything at you. If anyone didn't enjoy and found it underwhelming, cool. I could say Fortnite events are essentially people running around watching a video game. Uh, but hey, millions enjoyed it. You're both negative. Get out of here. Uh, this nuke <laughs> event is just a two or three day event. In the long run, really doesn't mean much. What's more important is that the changes to the game wasn't had hasn't had a significant map update since its inception. This is what it desperately needs. Also, like Bibi said, weapon balancing. Although I get the feeling there will always be metas in this game. Um, I think it's part of Infinity Ward slash Raven's DNA. Absolutely. I think that's it. Um, like that bit that was said a minute ago about changing games. If you want, if you want to play in the eighties, you just stick in Black Ops disc. If you want to play in in the nows, you just stick in the Modern Warfare disc. You want to play um, all the games, stick in World War Two or whatever. Um, whereas Warzone, being that continued service game, has to bridge those gaps. So I, I, I want to see how they do that. Not that that I'll judge them for it because you they've got to change the story. Regardless, if not, it will just be Modern Warfare ad nauseum. Um, so I am from my side from a social standpoint I want to see their creativity of how they deliver that but yeah absolutely absolutely the game definitely needs an intervention of sorts and I really like this my issues with with Fortnite is that the map evolves so fast and so so what's the word I'm looking for in incredibly in terms of its volume of changes that you can play Fortnite now when it's not the same game that you fell in love with um, and that's kind of it's good for some things because you, you, you're not getting it's not tedious you're not playing the same things over again but sometimes change can be tedious um, so you can play the same get, same map forever ad nauseum but you can play it with changes ad nauseum so I like the fact that this is a is a an updated map it's a new map but it's also it's like got the ghosts of the map that was there previously i say ghosts because it's actually it's it's earlier than it so it's not necessarily ghosts it's the, what the the opposite of a ghost echoes in time kind mm. of thing so i do i kind of like that vibe i kind of like the way that they've done this they've gone for something new they are trying something different but also giving you a little bit of something you know to keep you keep, keep you there holding your hand whilst you make the transition i do quite quite like that uh, Return of the Mat says, how many people just check their WhatsApp? I did. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad. If it's not Slack, yeah. it's WhatsApp. So, yeah, someone check, yeah. check all Slack's always devices. a killer for me. <laughs> Whenever I'm watching your PUBG stream and you hear Slack going, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Looking at my phone, no message. Look at my PC, it's not synced. Okay. <laughs> yeah, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Rise. Hey, Rise, those things, dude. Welcome in. Um, sup lads uh, and on PC by the way I was on one hour before it happened just so I could make sure I was on once the time came around I got fully kicked off the game because of a playlist update it started at 8 and I only got to experience it fully by 11.25 typical Activision earning billions for a game and couldn't anticipate something like this happening see that is a shit show um, I understand that I do I do understand that um, and I understand the frustrations at the dev, and I understand the dev side of it, kind of thing. But yeah, that is 
that stuff is the stuff that we that the video games world kind of needs to get past is people sitting there and making time for an event and then just be, just getting it oh well, it was just one of those things sorry okay fine okay it was one of those things sorry fine this time but when Verdansk 1980s goes back to the future or back to the past or whatever in its next update hopefully they can try to uh, factor that in again i mean the fact that i saw um i think stone mountain who's a uh, an FPS content creator tweeted yesterday that he had his most a record for his most concurrent viewers. I saw Benny Central, who is one of the hosts of Xbox's content and a COD creator. He had his most viewers. I think most viewers and most concurrent viewers and most comments on a stream yesterday. And I don't know whether it was just mm. just banter or not, but Doc's stream went down and he said he was on his way to to getting like two hundred million. Thingy or whatever. I don't know if that if it was just doc numbers or or or, or what. Two hundred million. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know if it means like like twenty what whatever two hundred thousand people, uh, and if he's never had that before or whatever. Anyway, it was big for everyone. So there's, I understand that there's, it can be more, it can be unprecedented for developers, yeah. absolutely. But now they have a bit of a precedent, so hopefully they put stuff in place so that they work to that precedent for next time yeah it might be bigger again but as long as they keep building it the shit thing is when developers go oh it's going to get busy so let's put an extra 10 percent capacity on the server and it's like you do realize that it's probably going to be 400 percent, 10 percent. you might as well not bother <laughs> okay it's all gone wrong <laughs> so hopefully hopefully they work towards it but but yeah that is frustrating as fake because you can imagine if if it was if it was PUBG doing that kind of thing, I mean, I've got a fucking PUBG crate on the wall there. I've got a PUBG hat there, and all the shit in front of me. If that was PUBG, I'd be sat there with with fucking big bag of Doritos, uh, big can of let's get the sponsors involved. Let's get Muscle Moose energy drink. I say sponsors, they don't sponsor us by the way. They give us free stuff. But uh, yeah, get big cans of Muscle Moose and stuff there. Some Muscle Moose chips and and whatever. Uh, yeah, you get everything sat there. Back in my armchair, headset on, everyone in the party getting ready to play, bit of Discord action, and then PUBG goes down. I would be fuming. So yeah, that's 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 just kind of that's kind of part of the course for video games at the moment. Um, so it's shit, it's shit. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully we move past that. that. Anyway, anyway, aside from that, mm -hmm. I, I heard you chuckling a minute ago. What were you chuckling at? <laughs> I see in Dex's comment, as long as you're enjoying it, I play with Oz and uh, in Dominator every night. Never had an argument with Oz in the past. Warzone changes that. <laughs> I have never even had a crossword said about uh, R2. Oz is like the nicest person I have ever met in my life. And I can't imagine him ever getting angry either. He's just far too laid back. Nah, that's bullshit. I saw Oz starting a fight with himself in a mirror. He's absolutely aggressive. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's just lies. It's all lies. <laughs> I fucking love that man so much. He is. He's, he's incredible. He's incredible. Um, map refresh was needed, and now it's about constant weapon balancing. Should be interesting fun. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the worry I have for Warzone is, is the balancing. Um, but that's not the worry as such, because they need to be faster with it. I mean, I haven't played Call of Duty, even though I'm saying I'm going to jump back on it. I haven't played it for about eight months now. Um, nah, it's probably more like six months. It was probably four months before when I was saying six months, but it probably is more like six months since I last played it. Um, but even I know 
like there was car 98 was was overpowered i don't know if it still is and then it was like the what the ffar far and the org kind of thing i don't play the game but i know these weapons are overpowered and that's because they've been going on for so long um that and there was something before that as well everyone's saying um nerf the whatever whatever there's there's always weapons that need to be nerfed and i think they're just a bit slow to react to that stuff and then very early on in the game there was the um, the C4 stuff, where a vehicle could just drive past you, you lob and detonate a C4, and boom, that's it. You're just dead straight away. Uh, oh, okay, that's it. Great. Nice. Um, no warning. There was no, um, like, the blast was big enough to take out the vehicle, but not big enough to take out the person that just threw it. And, yeah, all sorts of weird shit. So the meta uh, balancing stuff, that's always going to be an issue. But I think that's not necessarily the biggest thing that's going to plague them. It's either going to be content. The game is either going to get a bit stale and they're not going to be good with their ideas or their map um, evolution or or whatever, or cheaters. And that's the biggest one is cheaters. It's, if the game, I mean, if, if the game can get 200 million people in Doc's Arena on YouTube last night or not because his stream died, if the game can get that big, then... <laughs> Cheaters were already looking at it. Now they're going to be like, cha-ching! Okay, let's put a lot more focus on this because a lot more people are going to come in and start playing it. So we've got a mm. lot more audience. All these noobs that are going to start playing it again, and they're going to be playing against people that have been playing it for 12 months, 13 months now. Okay, they're going to they're going to invest in cheats because the shit of the game. So, so yeah, that's going to be the biggest thing is can they keep up? Not with just the demand for the servers and overloads and that, not just with the demand for balancing out the meta, but the demand for keeping the game fair. Uh, for all the people that play it fairly when there's absolute edgelord cheaters in the games. That's going to be difficult. Um, uh, where, where do we go to? Where do we get to? Um, I think the problem for me is how long it's taken. Fortnite are churning these events out left, right, and center. Other than Halloween, uh, we've really had nothing for a year and a half. See, I kind of... I don't mind that too much because I think like Fortnite was in its groove... And Fortnite did have massive delays. Like, I remember the season before the superhero season, it was delayed, like, the, the end of it was delayed by, like, three months. And that's quite a long time for the length of a Fortnite kind of season. Whereas um, Warzone got released at the start of a pandemic. So I think them being so delayed... They've not said it. They've not had to say it because the game got carried, obviously, by the fact that a lot of people were playing at home. But the fact that people that playing at home not only carried the game, that was almost kind of... It was almost a double-edged sword because people yeah. were sat playing the game at home every day more than they usually would be because they're not going to the pub or the cinema or football or whatever. And now it's like, for fuck's sake, we need some new content. And meanwhile, Activision like, oh, shit, everything that would have taken us six weeks is now taking us six months. So I think they probably would have had some of this stuff earlier if it hadn't have been for the pandemic. So I don't mind I don't mind giving them a bit of a, a free pass with that one. I, I would be surprised if it takes them that long to um, iterate again. I think, I think this time next year, or something like that. You'll get the new game in October, and then six months after that, you'll get the Warzone. And then you'll get the new game in October, and six months after that, you'll get Warzone. And I think they'll be in that sort of cycle, trying to give each each launch a bit of breathing space. Yeah. Or they will cycle it in so that you get the new game and Warzone updating at the same time. But but yeah. It's, it's a bit mad, though. Like You always say... If it's if it's if it's not broken, don't fix it. But clearly, there is some balancing issues there. Like, 
this is so this is so top level but if it's that broken how hard can it be for them to be able to just say okay that's got too much damage just take that down 200 that's got too much damage take that down 200 that's not got enough damage up that to 100 like i don't know how these things work but if the metas are there how do you fix them like obviously we yeah me and you will never know that i imagine most of the people in the chat will never know that either because we none of us are game developers unless there is someone in the chat that is a game developer that'd be fantastic to be able to know but if something's that blatantly obvious how do you go about fixing it that quick i think see for me I, I don't understand how they can't do live tests in that sort of sense. Because obviously the issue with tests, if you have a, a separate testing environment, a separate staging environment, you instantly have a problem there. If you've got the live game and you've got a test server, like PUBG does it that way, live game and test server, you can jump on the test server and test some stuff out. Who's going to jump on the test server? Is that going to be average, Joe? No, that's going to be people that that are hugely invested into the game. Most people won't be asked about downloading a test server and having to log into that separately and playing games that will get them kills that don't go towards their stats and, and so on. People that are hugely invested in that game, the hardcore fans will do that. So test servers are already skewed for me because you, you don't have that huge skill gap of, of noobs and, and uh, veterans kind of stuff. So I'm thinking, surely you should have cycles where they can just go, okay, the, the org is a laser. So let's drop the bullet damage by one. Um, let's increase recoil by three. Let's um, have fucking ADS speed uh, increased by five or whatever fucking numbers it is. And then, then look at the stats then. And then you have it so that you can see, okay, if someone with um, an M16 versus an org, the org wins 90% of the time. Okay, if we're changing the stats, okay, the org wins... 70% of the time at close range, which is kind of where you expect it to, to win. But then at long range, it goes the other way, whereas before it stays fucking high 90s or whatever. I, I just don't understand how they can tweak that shit with just just say, look, just just an FYI. Yeah. We will be changing the stats of some guns in some games on the fly. So you don't know. You just pick up your org and use it as you normally do. Sometimes you'll have... You're a plus three buff, sometimes you won't. And then just so then they can see, okay, well, that kind of evens out stats in the ways that it should. The org should be winning in close range versus an M16. But the M16 should be winning in medium range versus and and just doing that stuff on the fly. I've, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't work in it. I'm making it sound like super easy. It's probably not super easy. I'm, I'm yeah, look at look at this it's a super easy thing to do. And they're going, Oh yeah, but you've not thought about A or B or C or D. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck yeah. So yeah. it could be. I wonder if these harder. guns were a problem in like team deathmatch like i imagine if they change something in one it may change it in the other maybe or is that like <laughs> that this is so weird for me to say but are the guns on a server somewhere being held and then the guns will just filter through to different places so you'll have things like team deathmatch you'll have warzone and then everything else in between are they using the same spec guns in both of those modes yeah they so if they change it in one it'll change it in the other they have basically little digital kit men that go out and stock out the servers before. It's like like when you go to a football club and they put all the socks and the boots and stuff out. They have a kit man that goes, oh, oh shit, oh fuck, that's a battle royale gun. That one, Take that. get that one, get that one back. You know, you're not putting that into team deathmatch. Get out of here. Like yeah. I, I genuinely have no idea because I know like way back when the akimbo shotguns in like Modern Warfare Two, that was like a fucking proper pain in the ass. I saw uh, I saw a comment on on that the other day. Literally, I think it was like 
in response to the latest balancing changes, and it was something something like in true Call of Duty fashion, it wouldn't be a Call of Duty update if there wasn't another overpowered shotgun. <laughs> and I'm just sat there like <laughs> yeah. that dog meme in front of the cake where you see like the uh, the fucking napalm bombs, like this dog seen things. It was like as soon as it mentioned shotguns in Call of Duty games, I'm sat there thinking fucking someone dual wielding shotties. Ah. Yeah, like. I still have nightmares about it, but I I imagine it's it's it, they're always always going to be a matter, isn't they? Like we've been having matters in Call of Duty since day one, since you was able to play Call of Duty two on the PC. Like it's it's just it's always going to be there. It's a pain in the ass. It's kind of if you can't beat them, join them mentality. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's so bizarre though because even that phrase "there's always going to be a matter." It's just it's so odd. Because like a shotgun should win in a close range fight. If you just hip fire, someone jumps out on you and you just pull the trigger, a shotgun should win against someone that has to fucking spray a pistol or spray an SMG or something like that. But if you go more than 10 meters and you have to quickly go, oh shit, a shotgun. Yeah, you're going to hit them um, and you're going to hurt them. But someone that's actually pumping individual chunks of lead through you rather than a spray of pellets, uh, then okay, it suddenly changes then. And And it, it kind of like I can see mm. there should be a gun that wins a fight most times in every situation. SMG should be close range, shotgun should be super close range, uh, yeah. AR should be longer range, snipers and DMR should be super long range. And but people just running around no scope sniping because one hit will melt. Yeah, yeah, all right. Then if someone shoots you with a sniper rifle in real life from from four foot away, you are just going to explode into a cloud of red mist. Whereas in real life, though, picking up that sniper rifle, it's going to be heavy as fuck. It's going to be like, yeah. So it's not, yeah. It's. I can see how it's hard to balance. It's just it always seems to be so incredibly unbalanced that, yeah. But then again, I, I, I seem to just put there. Recent one is the machine gun type OP pistol. I've actually seen the barrel of that. I mean, maybe it was Westy that made a video on it, and I was just like, wow, <laughs> like that is ripping bullets out of that magazine faster than. An assault rifle. Uh, I, I don't know if it's going to be more powerful, but the, at the rate that the bullets are coming out of it, you can imagine it because the rate of fire is so high. If the damage is medium, shall we say, it, it is just going to rip through someone without you even knowing. Wow, there's an absolute 200 IQ comment from Slimrock. Just go with the theory that they put broken weapons in the game on purpose to keep the game in the news and social media. <laughs> fucking imagine imagine that imagine that being i mean we're thinking like okay we're thinking like call of duty uh you know black ops 3 black ops 4 they're thinking of black ops 27 they're that far ahead mm. fuck me that's that's incredible uh bateson hey i'll read i'll read what you're doing are you not live are you not live you should be you were live earlier i was in your stream See, see, this Ice Cream Uploads podcast is so influential that Bateson has to drop out of his stream to drop in. Good, good morning, good morning, afternoon, even. Good afternoon. Not in his room out yet. Uh, he He's changing all of his displays, wasn't it? Yeah, he hadn't. Yeah, the, the, the new mock-up ones look unreal. Um, rumor has it that he's got um, the big rude Van Nistelrooy just behind him, Andy Cole over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Headband Torres. That's what he needs behind him. Uh, no, what what it needs is is Park Ji Sung just like full on Marseille roulette in um, Shogun whilst Dennis Irwin's dropping a shoulder past him like at Carrington Training Ground last 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 year. Nice, nice, nice. They've been posted. <laughs> Be beautiful. Uh, let me jump back through the comments and see what see what we missed. Uh, the hard part with weapons balancing um, is that there's always a weapon met in every game. It turn it, it gets turned up to a, a thousand and wars on because everyone gets their load out in five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the problem, for, and I've done that bit, I've done that bit. 
as long as you enjoy it, I play with... Oh, no, we've done that bit too. This is why I like Apex. They tend to only change a small section of that map, not the whole thing. The, the issue there, though, for me, and I suppose it's the same with with Warzone, is how do you get back to that? Um, uh, check the ice cream applause whispers. Okay, what's happening? Uh, oh, it was a link to an Instagram post. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you... I, I can't see it because I need to log in. <laughs> okay. Oh, on Instagram. Uh, let me, yeah. Uh, um, let me take this because I'm I'm using Firefox for ICU, so let me drop it in this one. I'll go for this, and this is why I like Apex. They tend to change a whole a small oh, section, of map, not the whole thing. I mean, yeah. I mean, my issue there is that once that's changed, it doesn't then revert. Which, like I say, is not a bad thing, but it's not it's not a perfect thing either. Like 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 Erangel, PUBG, for example, the main map that has remained wholly the same. They have changed some bits of it and so on, but that has remained wholly the same since the beginning. Um, whereas, yeah, Apex is obviously is making more significant changes to that map. So how can I put it? PUBG's, PUBG works in the fact that to give you different experiences, they give you different maps. The, sh the shit thing is that that means you have multiple different maps, which are multiple different experiences you can't just have an evolving experience you've got one or the other which then means you either get rid of one map entirely or you go for multiple maps alongside each other um and that's where you get the issues that PUBG has now the reason it uh, PUBG put bots and stuff in there to the game is one to make it so that people can play against others that are easy to kill and two to fill out lobbies because they have their queues are split into like 36 different ways, whereas something like Fortnite only splits their queue into five different gameplays. So the audience just gets squashed down and, and so on. But anyway, that's a completely different situation. Um, Nick Merckx had like 400,000 viewers and got kicked four games in a row. Ouch. <laughs> uh, mm. uh, PUBG, etc. have weapons that are better than others, but you've got to find them. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing though. PUBG, PUBG does have metas. So the barrel SLR meta, which has been attempted at being nerfed for the last couple of uh, updates, but they aren't so incredibly balanced. I will still pick up different guns that aren't the barrel or the SLR because I know that if I, if I get my shots, I can still put them down. If I'm hitting head and chest, uh, then I've got a good chance. Um, recent metas include the Diamati pistols, DMR, FFR, MAC-10, AUG, Car 98, still one-shot kill, but to be fair, it requires a little bit of skill. M16's current meta. Wow, it's like it's like old-school COD if the M16's back. Mm -hmm. I'd say the biggest issue with Warzone is skill-based matchmaking, even though they deny it, you have to use the meta in order to not get destroyed in sweaty lobbies. Fix that, and you fix most of the game. Uh, they're pretty quick at making those changes now. As a regular player, it feels longer, but they usually hot-fix it in two or three days. Recent one is the machine gun-type OP, OP pistols. Annoying? Yes. Personally, can't get angry about it as it's a game I haven't put more than £10 in for the first battle pass and got hundreds of hours of enjoyment out. I mean, that's that's fair. That is, that is a fair comment. Um... Cold War and Warzone are on different engines, so when they've brought Cold War guns in, there's generally uh, always been tuning issues. Uh, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, the issue nowadays compared to back in the days, at least back then, you could still compete using the weapons than the OP ones. In Warzone, anything that's OP is abused, and if you use anything else, you basically can't compete. Um, I've got Torres with Vidic licking the grass behind. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking love Torres. Yeah. Is is all right. Is all right. Uh, okay. What's what's this? What's this link? What's, let's let's have a look. Let's have a look. So I can load it on mine. Uh, you need to log in to be able to view it. I'm viewing it. I'm trying to get it to unmute. Oh. Oh.
I'm pushing, I'm pushing. He's one shot, he's one shot. I'm down, I'm down, pick me up. <laughs> Yo, I got my AC-130, boys, let's go. He's one shot, he's one shot. <laughs> I had to fucking drop the audio on that because everyone's ears rip. <laughs> Damn, that was loud. But I've got to go. Get out of here. I have to go. Get out of here. Uh, uh, it's been a pleasure, guys. Well, it hasn't, though, has it, mate? It has. It's been. Yeah, it's been. done the biggest news story of the day. Yeah. I've said a lot to everyone. Hope you all have a fantastic day. It's nice and sunny out there. Go and get some vitamin D. Is it D? Vitamin D. It is duh. Vitamin duh. Go and get some vitamin duh and have a fantastic day. Until then, guys. Graves still here. I'm staying frosty. Yeah, you are. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's it. Bib's gone. Uh, Bib has personal things to do. We didn't know that he had to be off by half 12-ish. So there we go. Down to one. There Only one remains, and I'm getting emails. Wow, everything's still open. So you're getting all of the noises through the PC this morning. Let me kill that off. Get out of here. Um, so yeah, first story of the day, Warzone servers struggle as Verdansk is finally nuked. So there we go. We'll, we'll put a pin in that. We'll put a pin in that. We'll, we'll, we'll keep you updated. Obviously, there's more updates tonight, so uh, we'll let you know how that goes tomorrow. <laughs> Rip eardrums, says Gary. I know. I didn't expect it to be that loud. I, I was like looking for the volume thing, but Instagram in browser, at least for me, doesn't give me a volume thing. So it's either all the volume or none of the volume. So I dropped all of the volume in stream. Um, so the stream levels might be different now. So if it, if, it, if, if it is a little bit of a problem going forward, then let me know. I'll drop them. But I think we're about back to where we were. Um, so let's jump ahead into the next story. Uh, this, one, this one is one that I saw last night. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. But do let me know your thoughts. Uh, take that off screen. Do let me know your thoughts on this one. Oh, as Steph Nunley at VG247 says, Sony could soon announce a PlayStation Plus video pass. Um, so it's possible Sony is about to make uh, to announce a new video service called PlayStation Plus Video Pass. Does anybody need another video service that you're paying for? Uh, because according to a report from VGC on the company's Polish website, a listing along with a logo appeared for PlayStation Plus Video Pass. The description state of the service is, quote, a new benefit available for a limited time on PlayStation Plus. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. A new benefit, so maybe included. Uh, the trial service dates were listed as April the twenty second, twenty twenty one, to April the second, uh, twenty uh, April the twenty second, twenty twenty two. So a full year, April twenty second, from one year to the next, and it will be made available to all PS Plus users in Poland. The, the listing was eventually removed, but featured promo images from for Sony movies such as Bloodshot, Venom, and. Zombieland Double Tap. Back in March, Sony announced it will be closing down the film and TV shows section of its PlayStation Store. Come August 31st, PlayStation users will no longer be able to buy or rent films or television series from the platform. Any content already purchased will still be available. So it's possible this new service is one of the reasons Sony is shutting down the ability to purchase media from the PS Store. We'll update this post if more information becomes available or the news is confirmed by Sony, that article from Steph Nunley at VG247. If it does get updated, we will keep you updated too. But uh, anybody interested in watching content? Anybody interested in getting some free videos through PS Plus? And if Sony are giving us those videos through PS Plus, why are they giving us those? Is this is this a Game Pass alternative? Okay, Game Pass are giving you all of their games. We can't sustain that, so we can give you films and stuff. Is that what we think? What do you reckon? Uh, let me just update the uh, discussing now. Uh, control C. 
text, paste, done, show, pow. PlayStation Plus video pass. Um, yeah, it's included with PS Plus apparently. Didn't Sony just make a deal with Netflix? Did they? Did was that for like Spider Man and things? Oh no, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of um, they've just made a deal with Disney as well. I think. I saw last night. I, I mean, I don't have the source. It was something that I didn't click through and I just saw it on social media, but I'm pretty sure I saw Disney have... Yeah, Disney Plus, there we go. I'm pretty sure Disney had signed a deal with 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 Sony to get things like the Spider-Man movies and other movies, basically the movies that were in the periphery of the Marvel Cinematic Universe um, onto Disney Plus 2. So it's an interesting one. Um, Sony clearly realised that they have a lot of money Enough to describe uh, to push subscription services um, in their products, so their products have a lot of value within them. They're using that to put them onto the likes of Disney Plus and the likes of PS Plus. But uh, yeah, it's the reasoning for it. I mean, if they were just going for PS Plus, I understand that. That's okay. Game Pass has already been uh, shown off to be one of the biggest deals in gaming. You can't argue how much value there is in Xbox Game Pass um, for that kind of fun. I mean, you can argue if you don't play any of those games. And the people have successfully argued. Spike um, did mention it on the stream previously that that he had Game Pass. It wasn't for him, so he got rid of it. Because, yes, whilst it's cheap for the what you get, there was nothing there that he would play. A lot of the stuff that he plays are annual releases, which aren't featured in Game Pass. So it was kind of irrelevant to him. So, okay, Game Pass doesn't suit everyone. It suits a lot of people, though. PS Plus gives you a couple of games a month which arguably are inferior when you compare them to the games that you get on Game Pass. That said, PS Plus have increased the quality of their games recently and if they're putting movies uh, movies and other functions on that too, then is that a way of getting a little bit back on Game Pass? Game Pass doesn't give you films, but Sony does. Interesting. Um... I thought all their films were going on Netflix. They could be. They could be. They could be. I'm not 100% sure on that one. Um, probably Sony going to be just Sony Pictures uh, movies at the beginning, I would imagine, with more added later. Uh, Sony movies going to Disney once the contract with Netflix is up. Um, I saw this morning about the Sony MCU stuff is going on Disney. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the interesting thing. Because, like, I understand them putting their content on PS Plus Video Pass. But if you're giving it to Disney Plus as well, you kind of you kind of weakening your proposition. I know one of the one of the conversations that you will have is, have you got Disney Plus? No, I've got I've got Netflix and, and Sky and whatever, so I don't need Disney Plus. I know that there are, there are things on Disney Plus like uh, WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier and, and other films and other content that will keep coming through the summer that you can't get on others or you won't be able to get for a while at least on other other platforms. So Disney know that keeping their content on their platform is a good way to get people to buy into those because you get past that. Well, I've got Netflix. Why do I need that? I've got something to watch already. Why do I need that? Disney is giving them events and experiences that could only be shared there, whereas Sony are putting their content everywhere. It just seems, it seems a bit bizarre. Unless that's plans for bigger things to come. Could Sony be looking to use that as part of their plans going forward? Okay, we can't. We can't give away video games for free on the service, but we can use our back catalogue of films. Maybe they will do it with... Maybe they'll be a bit more forward-thinking. That could be Sony's way of getting past the movie release situation. So Disney ha have started um, the trend of obviously releasing films 
digitally. And now cinemas are releasing films digitally and online in close proximity. Uh, Mortal Kombat, good shout. Um, so could it be a case of this is Disney's way, this is Sony's way of doing that? Sony will allow PlayStation Plus Video Pass users to get early looks, first look, discounted looks. I don't know what it would be of the new releases alongside the cinema releases. It's interesting, interesting. Um, that's the deal. They have a current contract with Netflix, and once that's up, all Sony, including MCU stuff, goes to Disney+. Plus. Uh, PlayStation are probably doing this as a freebie as they know that people won't sub to a dedicated Sony movie sub like they would for Disney+, Plus or Netflix. Uh, most of the movies are pretty old now. Yeah, it does make sense. It does make sense. But uh, either way, what, whatever the reasoning for it is, um, if you are a PlayStation Plus user, you get a little bit extra for free. I said for free, I mean, you're paying for it because it's your PS Plus subscription. But, you know, if you're paying it already, it's an added extra. And everyone likes something extra, so so nice, nice. Anyway, let's, sticking with Sony-ish, jump into our next little bit of news. Uh, and this one uh, is, is, is kind of a little bit left field. Uh, Jay Peters at The Verge says, Gran Turismo will be featured in an Olympic competition this year. It's part of the upcoming Olympic virtual series. So this one, this one, I haven't read this article, so I don't know what angle this is going to take, but I remember having a conversation with the British Esports Association um, and a number of people from, from across the spectrum of esports in the uk and uh, and it was around the international olympic committee basically saying that video games will not be recognized as sports esports is not sport was was a conversation that they'd had previously um and we had like an in-depth conversation of is it sport is not sport i mean esports could be argued it's not sport because it's not physical and you're not you're not whatever but then again other sports don't require to be fully physical um and there's a lot of problem solving there's loads of mental and, and, and whatever so there was the whole, whole debate of whether esports should be considered a sport so the fact that it's been involved in the comparison uh, comparison <laughs> nice words conversation was the word i was looking for around the olympics um is interesting anyway let's jump in and see what it actually says so the International Olympic Committee, the IOC, has announced a new series of virtual sporting events that will take place ahead of the Tokyo Olympics called the Olympic Virtual Series. No, this doesn't mean that League of Legends just became an Olympic sport, but what's happening is that the IOC is partnering with five international sports federations to host virtual competitions in games featuring their sports. The Olympic Virtual Series will kick off on May 13th and will run through to June 23rd. Here's the lineup of federations and what games they'll be hosting at the event, uh, uh, hosting events for as we know it so far. So there's the Federation Internationale de l'Automobile, uh, which I think is French, uh, will host a Gran Turismo competition. The Union Cycliste Internationale will host a competition for Zwift, which offers virtual cycling and running courses to use with indoor exercise. The World Baseball Soft Ball Confederation will host a competition for Konami's e-baseball powerful Pro Baseball 2020. Uh, World Sailing will host a competition with a virtual regatta, an online sailing and regatta sailing simulation game. And World Rowing doesn't officially have a game attached to it yet. A press release only said vaguely that there would be an open format. A PR spokesman tells The Verge that the details about the World Rowing competition are forthcoming. 
There are still many things we don't know about the Olympic virtual series. It's still unclear who will be competing. How can you try to sign someone up to compete? What prizes will be offered? Uh, will somebody become a Gran Turismo gold medalist? And which events will happen when? Uh, the IOC promises that more details will be announced soon. More sports could get involved in future virtual series. FIFA, the International Basketball Federation, the International Tennis Federation and World Taekwondo have confirmed their excitement and commitment to exploring inclusion in future editions of the OVS, the IOC has said. Interesting, interesting. I find it so bizarre that it will kick off on May the 13th, but there's absolutely no way that people know how they're going to be signing up to be a digital Olympic Kian, Olympian. <laughs> um, let me just get the discussing now quickly on screen, although I don't think this is an article that will stay on for too long. Let's put video game Olympics question mark. Boom. And boom. There we go. Does anyone want to be an Olympian? Anyone? Would you like to go to the Olympics? And when I say go to the Olympics, uh, Olympics, I mean stay at home, but be involved in the Olympics. Imagine being able to say that you were, you were a gold medalist because of the way that you play e-baseball, powerful pro, e-baseball, powerful pro baseball 2020. That's badass. Actual gold medal just sat on your shelf in your living room. Crazy, crazy. Uh, what in the world, says Gary, Gran Turismo is so dull these days. It gets more. I get that it's more realistic now, but it just doesn't feel like fun to play for me personally when you compare it to Forza Motorsport. I, no, I, I see that. I see that. And that's kind of the trade-off is do you have to, do you have to play games that mirror Olympics sports to be playing olympics games this is the bit that i this is where i find the trade-off and i don't this is where it becomes an issue for me okay you've got a gran turismo race i mean does is car racing part of the olympics i don't think it is but like cycling um and like sailing and rowing okay they're all olympic sports so i can understand why those are being like indoctrined as video games in the video game Olympics. But that's just the Olympics, not video game Olympics. Video games are the likes of Call of Duty, are the likes of League of Legends, are the Starcrafts, and, and I mean, games that I don't even watch, but I would say those are your competitive video games. Surely, if the International Olympic Committee wanted to embrace video games, it should be merging itself to incorporate video games rather than choosing the video games that support itself. It just seems it seems backwards. For me, when I read it like that, it's nice that video games are being incorporated into the Olympics. But it it seems like the video game the Olympic Committee is saying, okay, we want you to show us off rather than we want to fully embrace you. And I don't like it when we get to that point. Just, just show me real world showing at that, uh, rowing at that point. Show me real world sailing at that point. Because if I want, if I want to see video game competition, I'm not going to be watching virtual regatta. I know some people will, and I know this is me being a little elitist based on my own personal opinions. But more people would be interested to see the Olympic League of Legends finals than the virtual regatta finals, and I don't watch either of them. I'm saying this from someone on the outside, so. Love the idea that we're going to have a virtual Olympics. Don't love the idea that it's the Olympics just going, okay, this is close to what we do already, so that's fine. It's, it shows that they, 
this comes from me having those conversations that I was talking about, about the British Esports Association um, previously. There's, there's a bit of a disconnect in terms of real-world sports being quite snobby to esports. And this kind of, whilst it's a step closer, it still feels like there's elements of that. Okay, we can accept that has some similarities to sports, so we'll take that one. And yeah, it just shows that it's not quite there yet for me. Uh, Olympic sports can change every four years. Uh, they can. They can. Um, Gary says, I'd be a little embarrassed if I said I had an Olympic gold medal for playing Mario Kart 8. I wouldn't. <laughs> I'd, night out. Yeah. Fucking Olympic gold medal around my neck. Yeah. Uh, Olympic gold medalist, Mario Kart, mate. I would. Yes. That would be all over my CV. <laughs> I mean, other games, not so much, but Mario Kart, yes. Yes. Definitely would take that. Um,. Anyway, let's move ahead. Like I said, we're not going to spend too much on this one, but but there could be video game stuff around the Olympics. And do you know what? It could it could be a big thing because the Olympics. It could be a case of nobody is attending the Olympics. Has has a final word been said on that? I know that because of COVID, people might not have been able to attend the Tokyo Olympics. That was the last thing I heard last week, the week before. I don't know whether it has been agreed or not that they will not be having people, but at least people will be able to watch the video game one. So there you go. That's video games showing the real world how it's done, even though it's knockoff versions of their games. Anyway, speaking of games, that's what we're here for. Let's jump into our final news story. And this is something that we have touched on uh, previously. I think even earlier this week, we were speaking about Microsoft. No, it was yesterday. We were talking about U-turns. Yesterday, uh, we covered how the European Super League had a big U-turn, how, to uh, how Sony had a U-turn when it came to cancelling the PS3 and the PSV stores. Yesterday, we also mentioned that Xbox did a U-turn of their own. They wanted to charge people for Xbox Live Gold memberships. They do that anyway, but they wanted to boost the price of that service. Essentially, the way we looked at it, it was, it was kind of a move forcing people into getting a Game Pass subscription. I mean, the price hike was so severe that you were pretty much you might as well have just got game pass it was like an extra quid or something like that people were pissed off saying we don't want game pass game pass doesn't suit everybody um so xbox went okay we fucked up we'll fix it we'll turn it back and not only that but they offered something extra within that and that is this as tom ivan at vgc says xbox live gold is no longer required to play free to play multiplayer games online multiplayer unlocked for over 50 titles including fortnite warzone and Rocket League. So for those that don't know, if you have an Xbox and you want to play Fortnite, you can. Uh, Fortnite is free to play. You can just download it into your Xbox and play. No, you can't, actually. No, you can't. You can't play online. You need an Xbox Live Gold membership. The game is free. It's free to play, but you have to pay to access the service to play the free game. Bit of a shit show. On PlayStation, you, you download Fortnite. You can just play Fortnite for free because the game is free and you don't have to have a PS Plus membership to play Fortnite online. And the same with Warzone, same with Rocket League and so on. But that has now changed for Xbox. Xbox has realized that, okay, it's not the best way to go. So let's move, let's change to fit uh, the best shape of the industry. So GG's for them for doing that. Anyway, it came off the back of one U-turn to correct an one issue, and they've corrected another one with this. Um, so an Xbox Live Gold subscription is no longer required to play free-to-play multiplayer games on Xbox consoles. Microsoft has confirmed. Until now, Xbox Live Gold has been required to play all Xbox games online, including free-to-play titles like Warzone, Fortnite, and Rocket League, which are available at no extra cost on rival platforms. Microsoft said in January that it intended to drop the Xbox Live Gold requirement for free-to-play games as soon as possible in the coming months. And starting today... 
yesterday, uh, Microsoft said all Xbox players will be able to access online multiplayer at no charge for a library of over 50 free-to-play games that support online multiplayer. It added in an FAQ, in addition to online multiplayer, we're unlocking looking for group with the April 2021 system update. Uh, and party chat is available at no cost for all free-to-play games on Xbox Series X, S, and Xbox One. Xbox 360 players can use the free party option available through the Xbox mobile app. So these are the free-to-play games. I'm not going to uh, read through them. I'm just going to keep scrolling. You can pick out what you want to see. Nice. Um, so Halo Infinite will also be a free-to-play free multiplayer experience when the game is released for Xbox consoles in fall slash autumn of 2021. In January, Microsoft reversed plans to increase the price of a six-month Xbox Live Gold membership by 50%. That was it, to $60. Quote, we messed up today and you were right to let us know, it said. Connecting and playing with friends is a vital part of gaming and we failed to meet the expectations of players who count on it every day as a result we have decided not to change xbox live gold pricing we're turning this moment into an opportunity to bring xbox live more in line with how we see the player at the center of their experience microsoft added for, uh, for free to play games you will no longer need an xbox live gold membership to play those games on xbox ggs ggs that's it that is a good move there, there is no negative to that i mean if you wanted to dig you could say it should have been free all along but it's free now ggs love that love that Realizing when you've when you've dropped a bollock, um, fixing it and then going the extra mile to make it right. Uh, yes, please. We'll have more of that, please, Microsoft. So fair play to him. Fair play. Um, good decision by Xbox, says Garrett, uh, to do this the way it was before was very odd. It just it seems archaic. It seemed like how can I put it? It seemed like a Microsoft decision rather than an Xbox decision. Microsoft has always been one of those super businessy firms. They, I mean, it is the most businessy firm. Well, maybe Amazon's in there now. Um, but from my life, Microsoft has always been the the business, the one that makes all of the money, the one that that takes all of the competition, the one that makes all of the revenue and profits and so on. So it seems like a Microsoft decision. Xbox, particularly over the last seven years, has been a very different business, trying to figure out what's best for their consumers. Um, so that seems like a very, very good Xbox decision, getting rid of a Microsoft legacy decision. So it, it works for me. I like it. Uh, Microsoft are late to the party on this, which is poor show, but it's showing their commitment to the consumer and keeping in front of Sony during this console gen. I mean, absolutely. Sony, Sony, I have a PS5 there. That's my choice for the gen. Or it was. It's my first choice. I have both a... Uh, uh, Bringer. Welcome in. Welcome in. Um, um, although I will type this. I don't know if this command still works. Let me just check. Uh, there you go. Uh, English only, please. Sorry, we only speak English. I mean, and we, we barely speak that too. But uh, thank you very much for the follow. Welcome in. Um, yeah, I I opted for PlayStation to be where I started the generation. I will get an Xbox Series X at some point or an S. Um, and it was always going to come. It was always going to follow. But everything that Xbox has done has absolutely, absolutely confirmed that I will get myself uh, a Series S or X. And this just adds to that. So GG's boys, GG's boys. So we like to finish the show with a little bit of a positive or ideally something that's free for you guys. I mean, most people will already have the functions there through Xbox Live Gold anyway. But if you have an Xbox and you want to play some free-to-play games, maybe you want to get involved in Warzone. Obviously, that was the lead story. There is a big... Uh, 
hype around Warzone right now. Um, uh, sorry, I liked you, even though I don't understand shit about what you say. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, even though Warzone is... No, not even though Warzone. Warzone is having a big hype right now. Obviously, we've got the transition uh, for the Verdansk nuke. So there's a lot of content around that. If you want to play on your Xbox, you've got Xbox Live around, then, well, you can get involved for free now. You don't have to get yourself Xbox Live Gold just to get involved. So big moves. Nice. Nice. Uh, but that's it. That's the last of the stories. I know we started off with two men, but we finished off with me. Thank you for sticking around, though. Nice. Okay, we are going to drop off there could be an additional stream today so if you want to see any state of decay 2 uh we did play some of that yesterday uh we played with some of the community guys as well so that was good to see so if you if you want to see an extra stream there could be an additional stream we are going to wrap up and go offline now though i do have some things to do so do feel free to drop a follow on the channel if you are new here and we could be back with a little bit of state of decay nice we could be no promises we could be we could be uh so make sure you drop a follow for that like i said we could be back a little bit later on if not we will be back at 10 a.m. tomorrow uh, tomorrow morning with the next episode of The Scoop. We do go live at 10 a.m.-ish each and every single weekday. Uh, if you want to get involved with The Scoop, you can do because Mr. Gary Clark has just put the links in the chat. You can see the link to our Discord um, and the link to our socials. That is where you can share the news with us. If you see a story that you want us to discuss, use those links in the chat uh, and then just all we need from you is a link through to the story plus your thoughts and impressions and we can give you our thoughts and impressions the next time we do a scoop which like I said it's 10am-ish tomorrow uh, before then I'm going to wrap things up nice thank you everyone for sticking around for the show appreciate you for being here for yet another scoop uh, and Brinja thank you very much for the follow even though you don't know what I'm saying I appreciate it very very much uh, everyone else have yourselves a lovely do you know what I'm going to do I'm going to raid someone I know we don't have the uh, the biggest number of viewers right now but, but we're going to raid someone because i'm not sure how long it will be before we jump on if you want to get yourself a few extra channel points to spend on the channel though make sure you stick along with the raid as we go say hello to a friend of the channel and we could see you this afternoon for some state of k2 until then have yourselves a fantastic day and stay frosty